Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friend is Ben Smith, the founder of Old Time Central. We recorded this last week at Clifftop. I'm not crying, you're crying. Get Up in the Cool is funded by its listeners. I want to shout out the show's newest supporters, Joe Miner, Abby R. Bass, Gary Kenneth Bass, and Hannah Gavin. Thank you all so much for helping to make the show happen. To everyone else, if you want to help fund Get Up in the Cool and get some exclusive bonus content for doing so, follow the link in this episode's show notes that says support Get Up in the Cool on Patreon, or just Google Get Up in the Cool Patreon and choose a support level that works for you. I want to thank Elderly Instruments in Lansing, Michigan for sharing Get Up in the Cool online with their customers and increasing the reach of the show. Next time you need an instrument upgrade or new music gear, visit their online store at elderly.com. Stick around after the interview, and I'll tell you how you can keep up with this week's guest. But first, here's my interview and jam with Ben Smith. Enjoy. to get up in the cool. Thanks a lot, it's an honor to be here. What did we just play? What's the, we, what's the title of that one? <laughs> Lee Ray Wolf Chase, parentheses, 1,027 dogs, mm. close parentheses. Mmm. 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 <laughs> chef kiss, chef kiss. <laughs> it's such a good title. Uh, well, where did, you find, where did you find that tune? That was one that um, Howard Raines collected from down in Texas, from a guy named Alton Mead, if I have it correctly. Mm. And I just asked uh, Howard if he knew anything else about it, and he said he didn't. He said as far as he knew, Alton uh, wrote or reinterpreted almost all of the tunes that he played, and um, didn't have a lot to say about them. That was just... But still, there's what kind of character must be behind someone to do that? Oh, dear Lord, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. So I don't know. <laughs> to do with that title. It's so good. The mystery is good, actually. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is Lee Ray a name, or is it like a region? Or... I, and yeah. are the, the the dogs... Yeah, I guess the are 1,027 the, dogs chasing the wolf or something? One, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it's a sweet little tune. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's really sweet. <laughs> as perplexing as the title is. Um, so... 
I met you last year at Clifftop when I believe you were maybe first starting to uh, to interview to interview That's people true, for yeah. Old last Time year Central. was the first time. Yeah. Um, I did a couple the week before Clifftop. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, that was that still was fresh back. Oh then. yeah. Oh yeah. So you are. Um, hmm. I don't actually know what the uh, the hierarchy is, if there even is one within Old Time Central. But you are uh, the founder or a founder? I guess technically the founder. The yeah. founder of Old Time Central. I mean, of Old Time Central itself. It's not my idea. I mean, the idea has been around several sure. times. But um, yeah, this particular version. Yes. The idea being, this is where you go to like get all of your Old Time kind of questions answered and where where you can find everything it's like a huge resource it's become well, it's, I'm really impressed yeah that's nice to hear what was the plan originally well so the 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 genesis is much older is that um, I studied ethnomusicology and when I, as an ethnomusicology student I was actually most interested in um, cultural theory so there's, yeah, I was, I was more interested in trying to understand what it is we're talking about yeah. than, the, than the subject itself. I mean, I loved music and I loved learning about different musics, but I was really fascinated. People would use words like music or culture or whatever, and I'd be like, do you really know what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you dig, you keep digging and finding um, either interesting answers or confusion or some combination of the two. Um, but it got me really interested in how communities function, what what the parts are of communities, what the dynamics are, um, what seems to lead them to flourish. And I did that work then after grad school for quite a long time, um, partly with a media company that was that initially started out trying to say, okay, this is a one-way relationship. We create content for a community they consume it, we want to figure out how to make better content. Yeah. But as we were thinking about it, it became soon clear that it was actually about how a community communicates with itself. Okay. And that was the role of the media company was to say, okay, who is our community? How are we communicating? How can we do that in a way that's more supportive of our, who we are, of our values? Sort of understanding it as a, as a fully sort of reciprocal dynamic. Yeah. Um, and so it was with partly because a lot of that work was theoretical and not as practical as I wanted it to be and partly just because it ended I got frustrated and I was like fuck it I'm just gonna do it yeah I'm just gonna do this and the closest thing to hand was the old-time community because I just gotten really into it I was like okay we'll do it for the old-time community yeah and there didn't seem to be um, I mean, just, there just seemed to be an opportunity. Nobody else was doing all of that all at once. There was lots of really, as there still are, lots of really cool things happening, but kind of spread out. Just yes. like the, just like the, the scenes are kind of sp are dispersed yeah. and not so um, conscious of one another, or the connections are maybe not as deep as they could be. Yeah. So I thought that you know a big thing that I think um, conveners if you can see a, a, a media company as a convener or you could see a, a church as a convener of sure. its congregation and community um, do is to know what gifts are present and make them and just make them visible make them known to people so yeah what what gifts have you uh, have you found and tried to make more visible so in the far? old time community yeah well, I mean, a lot of it is, gosh, um, that's a lot of stuff. I mean, obviously there, there are very practical things um, like lots of tune resources. There are just lots of recordings in lots of different places. I mean, everybody knows Slippery Hill, but then there are lots of other things, little pockets that people don't know about. Um, my impression is that lots of beginners uh, are supported by using transcriptions. Hmm. Um, and, you know, even though there are sort of three or four pretty big uh, archives of old-time transcriptions, I, I basically never met anybody who knew all three of them, yeah. or all four of them. Like, they would maybe know one or two, and it's like, well, there's all this other stuff over here. Yeah. Um, and those are, you know, amazing resources that people have put a ton of time. Yeah. And so it's just such a shame, or it's, well, the shame is the wrong side of the coin, but it would just be 
you know, amazing to let other people know about what's there. Yeah, it's interesting. There's there's kind of an economy of information slash wisdom, like in this community, which is like sometimes you have to uh, be in it for a while before you know anything, right? <laughs> which I imagine would maybe make it uh, um, would maybe be a barrier to entry, right? Um, for for a lot of people. Um, where, you know, the music may be a lower barrier to entry um, than other genres. Right. I, I like to think. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, the culture is often really open, but it takes a while to figure out what the hell is going on. <laughs> right. And so I really, really appreciate that you, uh, yeah, you're like, yeah, when, if you want to get into music, you know, and you're searching old time music and SEO pops up old time central, oh, transcription resources th these are all of them right that right. makes a lot of sense right yeah and so it was other practice you know there's also like festival guide just it seems surprising that there are so many festivals out there and um you know the the old time herald has obviously been doing a wonderful job of putting out um a guide to all the all the festivals for many years but the it seemed like it would be great if that was also available to people online or just people who don't get the old time herald yeah um, so that seemed like an easy way to let people know where where stuff is happening. Yeah. Um, but of course, the amazing wealth is just um, the people and their stories and their music. Um, and you know, the more I meet people, the more I find that uh, almost every relationship is a little bit like drinking through a fire hose. You meet these people that have so many stories and so much experience and so many tunes and so much insight yeah. you're like wow and so even being able to even being able to you know take tiny little bits of that and share that with other people i think is a yeah is a really hopefully constructive way to help the community communicate with itself i know it's an awkward way of saying it but <laughs> help the community communicate with itself I understand. <laughs> yes, certainly. <laughs> I I especially appreciate um, yeah Hillary's article on like Clifftop, and uh, did you ask her to do that or did she volunteer to do that? How did that happen? I'm pretty sure she volunteered to do that. She said, "Would it be yeah? Would it yeah? Would it be a good idea to do this?" And I was like, "Hell yeah, do that!" Yeah. And then um, also without any without any prompting she you know went on facebook and asked people to you know she she gathered the collective wisdom yeah which was amazing and then she you know she knew that sandra parks had a whole bunch of photographs that she wanted to use so she it was all and that you know david lynch had this cool uh uh clifftop clean graphics yes. that he had that he had worked up <laughs> so it was really i mean for me that's the dream is that Cl clifftop clean meaning like how how clean your dishes need to be in order to eat off of them. Right. And like you have a different set of standards here. Yeah. Right, right. Things are relative. We're all a little crusty. Right. By now. Yes. This is Friday. Yeah, we're, it's it Friday, Friday, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Cliff, cliff time. Yeah. <laughs> cliff top time. But for me, that's the ideal is that the, the convener, and I'd like to, I'd like Old Time Central to aspire to be a convener. Um, does as little as possible yes um and just asks you know or invites people to share their gifts yeah and tries to stay out of the way while they do that because there are already so many other con conveners right like hillary's a big time convener oh yeah that's like what she does right runs a restaurant uh invites everyone to her jams right and it makes sense that like as, as a larger umbrella convener, you can be like, hey, I see that you're doing a lot of stuff. Or people will come to you and then like, that's, that's really cool. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Should we play another tune? Let's play a tune. We're gonna do uh, the patty next. Yeah, yeah. Sarah Armstrong's patty on the turnpike. Yeah, where'd, uh, where'd you learn this tune? Where'd you hear it? I think um, I, think I heard it from um, an Australian fiddler who's sort of one of our most active members at the Berlin old time scene, huh. um, uh, Edwina Dunn. Uh, we have a relatively small but very, 
yeah, very motivated and super friendly um, little little group of people. And I don't know, she fell in love with the tune and she played it for us. And, and eventually I said, no, I like that too. Yeah, <laughs> I like that enough to know it more. Yeah. Nice. Well fiddled. Also a sweet, sweet one. Thank you. Yeah. That tune's sweet on purpose. <laughs> I could tell. <laughs> so, Old Time Central. Were you putting pressure on yourself to live up to, <laughs> to a title like that? Well, I get the name just came to me while I was running and it seemed catchy and... Um, Descriptive. So it was just immediately... Um, there was just kind of an emotional response to it. I was like, okay, yeah. that feels that feels nice. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, the associations, the questions started to come into my mind, and really, the, the the association that most strongly resonated with me was of a, a central station, mm -hmm. in the sense of um, a place that you go to to get somewhere else. Yeah. Interesting. So then it's that's you're actually not, saying, not a place. Like it's yeah. like a place that's not a place, it's right? A liminal space. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but that it can take you. It can take you where you want to go. Interesting. But it has also been 
then uh, you know I've gotten feedback that some people associate it with trying to take, occupy take the center space. Right. That's a really interesting distinction. Because I, I yeah. Because it's the opposite. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. You're trying to say, come here, because we will show you where to go. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Hmm. So. That would be wonderful. If yeah, people got <laughs> that's all right. Yeah, so have talk you, to people about it. Yeah, have you received any like any feedback that has made you like you are occupying some space just right? like yeah. by by means of making a thing. Absolutely, and, and it's good right. to make occupy space because right. we're all we all exist. Right, right. <laughs> you know, it's going to happen. Right. You know, but like, have you received any any like feedback or like has that been like uh, challenging in the last year? Yeah. Spe speaking as someone who occupies a lot of space <laughs> in this community and sometimes uh, gets in trouble for it. Right. So. Um, so not very much. That's really, I mean. It, Lovely. The, yeah. I'm so uh, glad to A hear. little bit, a little bit, but not yeah. very much. Um, and most of it seemed very well intentioned. Mm. I mean, it was, um, you know, they could see my novice stature both in just in terms of age and like mm. relative to the community and they're yeah. like so th I think it was done out of a um, let me let me tell you a few things that you might not know yeah kind of posture but Did they all stemmed from the assumption that central meant this is this is the core of old time yeah whereas the intention I mean if there was a particular uh, mission if you will, although for some reason I don't like that term, probably because of the business associations or whatever, <laughs> but um, of Old Time Central, it was when still is to show how much cool stuff is happening yeah. with all kinds of different people yes. in all kinds of different parts of the world. Um, and so intentionally show that diversity and be like, yes. that's our thing. Yeah. We're going to show stuff from all over the place. Yeah. And so then it was pretty easy for people who um, have an understanding of what they feel is at the core of old time, either in the world or in their experience, to say like, yeah, but that's not central to old time, and that's not <laughs> central to old time. Um, yeah, uh, it's like everyone has a different idea about like where, you know, what's re revolving around what. Right. Like, uh, what's at the center of the old time universe. Right. <laughs> Who's at the center of the old right. time universe? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Where, which is tricky for me. I mean, in those cases, obviously, it was fortunate because the it seemed like the the reaction stemmed from a misunderstanding of what we were trying to do. We weren't trying to be to represent the core. This is the core. Yeah. And so then they said, and that's not that's not it. It would be like, yeah, yeah okay, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. Great. So you just misunderstood. <laughs> that's fine. Um, huh. I can really, I mean, it's not as important of a, like, a misunderstanding. It's not as high stakes, but, like, the title, Get Up in the Pool. Like, there's a lot of people that don't know that that's a tune title and that it means to, like, wake up, like, refreshed in a slightly, like, cool and damp morning. Right. Like, like at Clifftop sometimes. Right. Depending on when you get up, you right. know. Like, um... But other people are like, oh, this is some kind of James Brown lyric, or right. you know, are you like making like, are you saying like cool as in sunglasses? Right. As like, in, camera gets to decide who who gets up in yeah, the cool. Yeah. And some people like make <laughs> jokes about it and like that. I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> Why did I choose that? <laughs> you know? Yeah. But it's like I don't know, sticking to it because I like what I intend it to mean. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I can relate. <laughs> but so we were talking about divert. I mean, just like trying to show just the amazing diversity of things that are going on yes. in different, you know, there's stuff in, in the East, there's stuff in the Northeast, there's stuff in the Midwest, there's stuff in the Ozarks, there's all yeah. this stuff going on, and in Canada, and in Europe, and, you know, yeah. in Seoul, and yes. Australia, in like, all kinds of places. Um, and what I kind of, one of my understandings thus far of, of the old time community both in terms of like the people and the relationships and the communities, but also the music, is that it, it is sort of anti-canonical, right? There is no, <laughs> there is no, there is yes. no center. There is nobody, you know, 
there is no uh, it's a space where a certain kind of definitive authority has no place yeah. because because lots of people get to play that role or in some sense every individual gets to yeah. play that role with what tunes they choose to play yeah. how they choose to play them um, how they how they choose to you know operate their local um, community so it's like yeah I kind of like that yeah I never occurred to me how anarchic it is <laughs> because yeah. I mean I think it's one of the reasons why um, you know notation in a sense that you might might use notation for instance in classical music sure. doesn't make any sense because in those in other genres where it, it does make sense yeah. there's a canonical version right. and so you would notate it in right. black and white because that's the way it is yeah um, and so we have then the same association when somebody transcribes something in old time you're like wait a minute are you trying to yeah. define what that tune is <laughs> because that can't be done yeah um, and of course I think Notation can have a different but still important role in people learning old time, but it's easy to confuse it then with saying this is the version. Right, because I remember someone didn't someone maybe it was your article or someone else wrote an article on Old Time Central about yeah. sort of in defense of notation. Yeah, I did. And yeah, yeah. I would imagine, like, if I remember remembering right, did people get pissed off? Well, um, no, not that many people. There was there was the standard. Um, response that it's sort of pointless because um, so many of the the nuances yeah. which are important can't be notated so it was more right. there was the there was the impossibility camp right the, like don't yes. try because it's not gonna work um, and then there was the um, don't do it because that's not how we do things in our community yes um, so I suppose they're all fine without the Hamlin collection and without Hill Country tunes. Right. And March, <laughs> Dance to the Fiddle, March of the Five. I suppose they could just do without all those. That's fine. Right. I, I don't have to play those tunes with them. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do, I, I, I definitely learned to appreciate better through that conversation the um, that's not the way we do things. Yes. Um, because I get that it's a better, I don't like the word crutch, but it, it, it just sort of means a support that you, that you come to rely on when in fact, if you chose not to use that, you could develop your own independence without it. Right. Um, so I can see why people make that claim, that if, yeah. you, if you spend too much time with notation that you might not learn as quickly how to pick stuff up um, when people are playing and that's a big part of how we relate to one another is doing that so hmm. I get it can we play this uh, little boy where'd you get your britches yeah let's and then do I want to ask you about yeah being being in Germany and <laughs> what that what that looks like out there playing this music and running sure. this thing from right. a distance <laughs> from yeah Germany. yeah <laughs> <laughs> old time central in Germany right yeah. it's a joke, <laughs> that's it's a joke it, anyway yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
A little tricky, but fun. Yeah. I like it. Well, I, I just, that's another title that I just have no idea what to do with. It's such a, <laughs> is it, little boy, where'd you get your britches? Because I like them and I want a pair as well. Like what store or did you steal the britches? Well, or? with the other, the other, the only other words that I know are, um, mama cut them out and papa sewed the stitches. Oh. Is that right? Or is the other way around? I think, it's, I think it's Mama cut them out and Papa, or Papa stitches. cut them out. I think, it, I think it's a gender roles. Yeah, gender let's roles, keep yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> we can switch it the other way. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> or Papa cut them out and Papa, Papa sewed the stitches. stitches. Yeah, right. let's just do that. <laughs> huh. So it's probably, I don't know, just had a good, good pair of britches. Yeah. <laughs> These things matter. We well, should write did. tunes about them. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it still matters. I mean, yeah. I I wish I knew how to fix my pants when they break. Yeah. Yeah. These skills we don't have Just anymore. Pick up a needle and thread and poke them through and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. Um, you live in Berlin. I do. Yeah. What, how long have you lived there? I moved in 2002. Um, Really just because I was between undergrad and grad school and I, I knew the direction that I wanted to go, but not specifically. I don't think I had yet actually discovered that ethnomusicology was a thing. Um, and, but I knew I wanted to go in the direction of humanities or social sciences. And so I was looking for a way to constructively waste time. Yes. And since I had, <laughs> as an undergrad, learned several... Um, Slavic languages. I was like, okay, maybe it would be good to learn French or German. And so I just had some f acquaintances, really, from um, from undergrad who were in Berlin at the time, and said that it was cheap and fun, and that you could, you know, teach English to pay your bills and stuff yeah. like that. So I was like, waste time constructively. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we know nothing about that as old time musicians. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, so if you. If you've been there since 2002. Well, there were a few years, there were a total of four years in between when I, when we were gone, either as a couple with my wife or with our kids, um, for part of my grad studies yeah. um, um, in Urbana-Champaign, and then for one year um, back in Iowa where I came, with, uh, came from to see whether we wanted to live over there with our girls, but we decided against it. Yeah. So other than those, other than those little jaunts yeah. back to the United States have been in Berlin that whole time. When did all, when did all time music get in, get into the picture? Well, <clears throat> there's a there's a a small origin, and then a, and then and then the uh, there were some kindling laid while I was uh, a graduate student because my um, my main advisor Tom Torino was also an F, or also a, an old time musician, and um, he had taught his son um, to play old time since he was a kid and there was a pretty happening old time scene um, in Champaign-Urbana. And I got a little glimpse of that. I mean, I went to a couple sessions and played some guitar. Um, and that was interesting to me because at the time, my musical history was sort of, I did a lot of classical as a kid and then I got more into rock and then I got really into like bebop and jazz and post-bop and all this kind of stuff. Um, but when my first daughter was born, I was studying ethnomusicology, I was a musician, and I had this little baby, and I was like, okay, well, I should probably be playing music at home. Like, I felt some responsibility to be a good musical role model. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah. But I figured that she didn't want to listen to, like, chord melody versions of all the things you are. Like, yeah. that that probably wasn't very good for... <laughs> Babies. Why? Why not? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. It just didn't seem like the thing to do. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really this want to... parental instincts, you know, <laughs> yeah. they kick in and then you're just, this is right. right. This, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> you gotta trust your gut, man. <laughs> no, seven flat nine chords for this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I selfishly didn't really want to just sit around playing kids' tunes. Yeah. And so I just thought to myself, well, what's sort of... Where's, where's a happy middle ground? What's music that is would be interesting for me, but has a structure that would make sense for a child? Um, and so I started getting more into um, American folk music and bluegrass and a lot of uh, country blues and like Doc Watson and stuff like that. Um, so that was really the, the gateway drug, um, if you will, into 
um, than playing a little bit of old time as a grad student. But really it happened then again through my children um, in Berlin where, uh, you know, little kids go to the playground a lot because we all live in apartments and so they need to run around and you go yes. spend a lot of time just sitting at the playground. It's not like a backyard culture there in um, Berlin? Not, there are, there are lots of courtyards, but very few of them are large enough in the city to be like appropriate play spaces. Yes. Um, I've never been, so okay, I have no yeah. idea. No, there are lots of courtyards, but um, they're not really, yeah, they're not for playing. So you go to the playground, there are tons of playgrounds, yeah. lots of little playgrounds, and they're really well um, maintained and very chill, whatever we say in English. Um, but anyway, so I spent a lot of time just hanging out at the um, at the playground with my girls, and so at some point, relatively soon after I started doing that, I would just take my guitar with me. Right. It's like because it's, we're talking hours and hours. Yeah, you know you're I mean? either going to look at your phone the whole time or right. play an instrument or play an instrument. Yeah. So destructive time wasting versus constructive, constructive time, time wasting. wasting. Yeah. And I have to say it was also a kind of way to, it was a kind of self-directed exposure therapy because I didn't really like, and still don't really like performing. I don't really like playing. Thanks for doing this, Ben. <laughs> when people are watching or like, yeah. I, I love collective music making, but yeah. not when there's, the, when there's the musician audience yes. distinction. And so I thought, well, if I go play at the playground, then probably someone will be listening. And so yeah. I can do that a little bit. Yeah. But um, we're getting away from the original story, which is that um, I just spent a lot of time with my guitar at the playground, and that was where I met then um, first Doug Chaika, who was a fiddle player um, who grew up in upstate New York um, and was living in Berlin, and um, John Crutchfield, who's um, originally from Boone, North Carolina, I think, and lived in Asheville for a long time, but then was also in Berlin. Um, and, you know, they heard that I was playing some of this Doc Watson, some of this, uh, um, you know, uh, finger style stuff and just took me in and said, here, let's play some tunes. And Great. I was addicted. Great. So. Did you play violin at that point? Was that no. part of your classical? No, no, okay. no. I played cello until I was 18. Um, and then I didn't touch it again. I played guitar basically okay. my whole life. Um, and fiddle just happened because um, after we had the scene sort of going with John and uh, Doug and me and then a few other people who started coming in in Berlin, Doug left. So we had all of these people who really wanted to play old time yeah. and no fiddler. Oh no. <laughs> so uh, I said, okay, then I'll learn to play the fiddle. Yeah. It wasn't really, a ch it wasn't a... You drew the sh short straw. I did, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so that was really the only reason I love I love playing backup guitar. It's so much fun. Yeah. Um, but uh, we needed a fiddle. Your, your little community was going to die unless someone picked started up the, sawing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Huh. Good. Well. Good. I'm not sure. I think good my, on you <laughs> for doing that. Yeah. That's great. Not sure that my wife would agree with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk more about that off record. <laughs> I could. I have some stories. Should we play this old buzzard? Yeah, Old Buzzard. And that's, you know, um, a couple of these tunes uh, are Clyde Davenport tunes, and that had a lot to do with um, Doug Chaika, who's just hmm. this amazing fiddler, and he was really into Clyde Davenport tunes. And so those were a lot of the first ones that I heard and got stuck in my head. And um, They're sticky. They're also really sticky. I like how uh, they're slightly confusing. Yeah. They slightly, they, it's a little bit like like Thelonious Monk, and they're like, you'll, he'll take common patterns and then just make little changes so that it confuses you. Yeah. And I feel like that that, um, this is my, my amateurish uh, musicological theory behind it, is that it then forces your sort of pattern recognition part of your brain to turn off because it's just like, fuck it, this isn't going to work. Every time I try to match this up to a pattern, he... Uh, he, uh, what's the word, you know, it doesn't work. So I'll just turn that off, and then you're like, okay, I'll just have to sink into what's ha what is here, as opposed to trying to make sense of it. The one Thelonious Monk tune I ever learned how to play when I took six months of jazz piano in college <laughs> was Blue Monk. Uh-huh. 
And I remember that about it. It has a Davenport-esque uh, moment where it goes, uh, the theme is da 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 na 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 But then at the end it goes da 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 Clyde's like constantly doing that. Right. Yeah, it's it's a bit inhospitable. Yeah. Until you, until you, uh, until your brain changes. Right. Yeah. Or just the the part that wants to make sense of things. Yeah. Gives up. Like, yes. Stop it. Stop it. Just play the music. got me that was fun <laughs> you still got me <laughs> uh so old time hyphen or dash uh central.com correct is where people should go to go other places yeah yeah you also make guitars i do yeah yeah i also build um steel string yes steel string guitars especially like Triple O's or 12 fret dreadnoughts, like early 20th century yeah. style. How long have you been doing that? Well, I think I started in uh, 2011, yeah. sort of the American self-taught fashion. And yes. Built a couple for myself and friends and then yeah. started selling them to people. Um, so it's been, um, yeah, a, a slow, a slow process, but... Um, how do people go about uh, getting one of those from you? Uh, well, or finding out more. They could either just contact me through um, Old Time Central, or there are some pictures at uh, smithandfison.com. Yeah. So like Smith and Fison. Fison was my um, maternal grandfather's mm. name, 
um, and he was a woodworker yeah. and somebody who was I was you know very dear to my heart um, so I wanted to include both of those names yeah yeah great it's a lot of fun yeah. <laughs> building guitars you should try it <laughs> yeah, it seems really intimidating. Just get some tools. <laughs> yeah, just get some tools. Get some wood. Uh, you're wearing a uh, Preservation Guitar Co. shirt with. I am. It says Tools of the Trade, and it's like a woodcut of of all tools. of the awesome hand tools that Aviva uses to build her yeah. amazing guitars. <laughs> exactly. Not to plug her over you right no, now. No, absolutely. <laughs> plug Aviva. Go for yeah. it. She makes amazing guitars. I'll have her on the show some other time <laughs> if she wants. Okay. Ben, thanks so much for uh, giving a part of your already um, structured cliff top to, <laughs> right. to get up in the cool. So thank right. you. Well, no, it was really a pleasure. It was uh, an honor to be invited, and then a little bit uh, anxiety-inducing when I saw my name on the on the list of people who you were going to be having taped uh, public inter uh, yes. interviews for. But that's yeah, right. I've made posters this but year. It it makes it so people are like, oh, I guess I better show up. Right. <laughs> that's really for you. It's a, yeah, well, that's good. No, but I've had a lot of fun. Yeah, it's really nice. micro-manipulations you learn as, right. as conveners. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. What should we play last? Um, ah, Wink the Other Eye. So, I was... Another amazing title. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Yeah, I have no... What? Gosh. Where does that come from? Yeah, Wink yeah, the yeah. other eye. <laughs> yeah. Wink the other eye. No, the first Dear one didn't Lord. work. Um, I was actually I, I was raised in, uh, in in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, but um, I was born in Springfield, Missouri, which is down in the, mm. the south of Missouri, which has a very um, uh, lively old time community and has done for a very long time. But I lived there for ten days, so it's not it's not really part of my identity in any way, except for yeah. the fact that it's like on my birth certificate, and when I yeah. apply for a passport, I have to write down where I was born. Right. Um, but you know, when I saw that there had been there were a bunch of recordings of um, fiddlers from down there, including Lonnie Robertson, um, I was just curious, yeah. and so I was like, and because some of the there were a bunch of recordings that I found on YouTube that were um, from like the month or you know the, the same year when I was born so I was kind of like okay wait a minute there was this music was being played yeah in the town that yeah. my parents wanted to move away from as quickly as possible but <laughs> um, but there was this old-time music going on there so um, I started listening to it and he's a really great fiddler and I'm pretty ecumenical with my tune choices I don't I don't have yes. a focus yet I don't think I've really figured out my yeah my voice hasn't arrived yet so yeah, we got a little bit of Western PA. We got some Missouri in here. We got some Kentucky, some Texas, Texas. Yeah, and now the Ozarks. Yeah, Lee, Lee Ray Wolf Chase, a thousand twenty-seven right. docks. <laughs> yeah, so. that's yeah. Whenever you're ready.
You can visit Old Time Central at oldtime-central.com for all your old time needs. We're talking lessons, interviews, articles, a festival guide, and if you read the breaking news scroll at the top, some of the deadliest old time jokes you'll ever hear. You can also join in the conversation in the Old Time Commons Facebook group, especially if you have anything to share that's even the slightest bit progressive, because it probably won't fly in certain other Facebook groups that will not be named. If Old Time Central becomes a regular part of your week and starts to shape your ideas and connection to this music, you might consider supporting it on Patreon. You can do that at patreon.com slash oldtimecentral, no hyphen in that URL. You can find all that linked in the show notes on your podcast app. Thanks again to Elderly Instruments for sharing the show on social media. You can visit their online store at elderly.com. If you want to hang out with me twice a week, I have another podcast called Think Outside the Box Set. You can find that wherever you get your podcasts. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to get up in the cool.